Welcome to the Book Bugs Podcast. We're your hosts, Lena and Morgan. Sophie's sitting out today. The book up for discussion this week is The Magic Misfits by Neil Patrick Harris and Alec Azam. The art in the book is by Lissy Martin and Kyle Hilton. When street magician Carter runs away, he never expects to find friends and magic in a sleepy New England town. But like any good trick, things change instantly as B.B. Boso and his crew of crooked carnies arrive to steal anything and everything they can get their sticky fingers on. After a fateful encounter with the local purveyor of illusion, Dante Vernon, Carter teams up with five other like-minded illusionists. Together, using both teamwork and magic, they'll set out to save the town of Mineral Wells from Boso's villainous clutches. These six magic misfits will soon discover adventure, friendship, and their own self-worth in this delightful new series. Okay, first up, Lena Bug, what do you have to say about the magic misfits? Well, I feel like it's a really good book. Mm-hmm. This is one of my favorite things, is that there are, like, a, if you look at it, a lot of different, like, skin colors, and there are kids who are adopted, and one's in, like, a wheelchair, and I, um, like, they're, like... The so it's very diverse and inclusive? Mm-hmm. And then... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our, my, one of my very first notes was... Two gay dads. <laughs> I was very excited. Um, one of our our friends, Layla, is Mr. Vernon's adopted daughter, and then he's uh, the owner of the magic shop. And then we meet the other Mr. Vernon, who is Layla's other dad. He's a chef. They call him a food magician. Um, that was very exciting for me. I should have seen it coming since Neil Patrick Harris is gay and is married and has two children of his own. Um I know growing up, I never saw books um, that had diverse parents. They were either straight, married, they were divorced, or one of the parents had died, or both. There were a lot of orphan books, too. Uh, This is the first children's book that I've personally read where it was two dads, and I was really, really excited to see that kind of inclusion in a book meant for children, because that is the reality of quite a few families. Yeah, just just reading um, the like the magic shop. Just reading it, it had some like weirder stuff. Yeah, like it, what? Um, I forgot, but like I just put like there's weird stuff at the magic shop. I liked the parrot <laughs> parrot that kept saying silly things. Yeah, yeah. It didn't it say like rub something. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, remember. rub something and I get into like the Wizards Club or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a huge fan of the illustrations. Tell me why. I don't know. I'm just not a huge fan of them in, in it. Okay. Some of them are just, I don't really like them. I'll tell you my opinion. You want to hear my opinion? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I liked the style of illustrations and I liked the story. I didn't like them together. Yes, like I like the pictures and I like the story. It's just I didn't really like the pictures with the story. In my opinion, the styles didn't match. The style of the writing didn't match the style of the illustrations. Yeah, it it was just different. I know. I'm not sure why. Is if is it because in my mind at least, um, the story was more old 
old-fashioned, old style. There was yeah, with the train of, hopping and stuff, yeah. and the style of illustrations. While the people were wearing, maybe not necessarily more older style clothing, they were wearing a lot of like more like this kind of like times modern. Yeah, they were wearing like more modern. The clothes. style of illustration is something you see more in modern video games and movies and stuff. And so yes. that was a bit. I don't want to say jarring because it wasn't that off-putting, but it wasn't my favorite style of illustration with the stories. I would, like, read a lot of it, and then I kind of went back through some of the stuff and just, like, looked at the pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, and I noticed some, like, just silly things here and there about oh, good. it. I love silly things. Tell me more. Um, so in, like, the beginning, I just didn't really like the like the running away in the fog. I just felt that that was, like, too convenient for a lot of stories. So Lena's saying that Carter, um, when he's trying to escape his mean uncle guardian, um, is running away and it's foggy and Lena feels that it's too convenient. He gets away too easily because it's foggy. Yes. She thinks it should have been more difficult to run. Yes. Which I respect. Um, some other silly things are just like <sighs> there. there's one part where um, it's like on a page. There's like a picture of a monkey, mm-hmm. and the monkey creeps me out. It's a scary monkey. It's a scary monkey. You have a page number for the monkey? No, I put no. page, and then I'm just question mark. Okay, well that's not helpful. Nope. Keep talking. I'll see if I can find it. Um, it's near the back, kind of. Okay, thank you. Um, there's um page fifty nine. If mm-hmm. you go there, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it explained this, but on the page, the picture, um, if you look at the girl's arms, that really creeped me out. She's the spider lady. Yeah, but it just scared me. She just has too many arms? Yeah, she has too many arms. She's the spider woman, Lena. <laughs> but it what do you scared me. The tattoo baby gets me. What? The tattoo baby. He's not really a baby. But it's part of the sideshow. They're the sideshow act. They've got the the man with the really strong mustache, the spider lady, the tattooed baby. Um, mm, like the head guy. Yeah. The leader of the circus. Yeah. They um, were certainly sideshow acts. That's um, for sure. 114, 115. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to say this. Just like looking at the picture, a bunch of, like the crowd to me, the people. Just kind of looked like like Monopoly. <laughs> like um, the Monopoly. Life. Yeah. Life. Like People life. you stick in the cars. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it, it reminds me of that. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That clown mouth opening into the tent is certainly terrifying. Yes. I, I, don't, I don't know that I would go in there. No, why would you? I don't know. It's, it's a little, scary. It is scary. It's not that I think clowns are necessarily scary. But this one is definitely menacing. Yes. <laughs> um, in the story, I like how all the names are very unique. Mm-hmm. They're all very unique. I haven't heard a lot of them before. Sure. Um, oh, see, when I first started working at After School Care, that would have been 14, 15 years ago, there were so many Carters that I could not keep them straight. It was like... Um, Jesse's and Tristan's in your class. I mean more like like 
Um, like Layla and Theo, Ridley. Yeah, like those names. Mm-hmm. Izzy and what was her brother's Wasn't name? Wasn't it like Ara? I didn't write it down. <laughs> I wrote down the other ones. I'll look it up. Um, so you liked that the names were not ones I, you hear all the time? Yeah, I liked how a lot of them were more unique. Like, mm-hmm. I haven't really heard, like, a Carter before, really. I've yeah? heard, like, one or two that, like, are, like, little kids or something. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, Ollie. Izzy and Ollie. Um, I have... T- um, I, We talked about this a little bit before, just this one, mostly. Like, how the story is really, is really like, nice. Mm-hmm. But it it's distracting at points. Yeah, tell me why it's distracting at points. There are just like some little parts where it's like it kind of like gets off topic a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. Um, are you thinking of the times like when they insert how to do magic tricks in between chapters? Kind of like mm-hmm. it's kind of distracting from the story. Yeah, if I, I get that. It does that to me, too. Like, if I'm in the middle of reading the story and the chapter ends, and then it's um, a chapter on how to do coin flipping, which is really cool. But, yes, it took me out of the story. And I usually put the book down after that happens. Like, after one of those chapters, I go, mm-hmm. oh, magic trick. I'd read over how to do the magic trick. And then I would put the book down and go do something else for a little while. I feel like if you put them more of, like, like if they had more of, like, a spot in the story. Mm-hmm. Like if there's like a part where it's like they they are doing that magic trick, and then you showed it. Like if mm-hmm. that was at the end of the chapter, and then you showed it, I feel like that would work yeah. better. But just like kind of putting it right after the chapter, it's kind of distracting. Okay. Um, something weird. Just like reading this, like, like there was a part where it said something like. Bazooli, bazooli, mm-hmm. and then like there was like a frown clown. Yeah, and I got confused. I'm just like, what is going on? <laughs> I think aren't those supposed to be the magic words? Yeah, but yeah. I just what? <laughs> <laughs> so maybe if you're not super into magic, this might not be for you. Yes. <laughs> um, there was a lot of food. Lots of food. There was some food in it. Yeah, it made me hungry, especially uh-huh. because um, this week the fair, the county fair, is here. And when this airs, the fair will be long past gone. But they brought me home a funnel cake the other day. That was pretty great. Well, I tried to eat the rest of it, but I couldn't. So <laughs> <laughs> that's just like how we we see if mom wants the rest of it. She did. Um, it especially like reminded me because the, a lot of the food I saw, I only saw like a little bit kind of but it mm-hmm. was like corn dog popcorn and cotton candy mm. and i'm just like that reminds me of fair <laughs> because i just went a few days ago too so i would eat that i don't i'm not a big fan of corn dogs <laughs> <laughs> any other observations for you lena um i have some like funny little quotes here oh, and good. there that i just kind of put i only have like three um i have like two um, the, my parents got, a a great deal on, like, a tuxedo store before I was born, so that's why he always wears a tuxedo. Yeah, Carter's friend that he meets, um, about a third of the way through the book, Theo, he plays the violin and is always wearing a tuxedo. 
and we find out he's always wearing a tuxedo because his parents got a, got good, a good deal, deal at the tuxedo, tuxedo emporium before so, he was born. So before he was born, so Theo has always been in a tuxedo. I like a man with panache. That's fun. I also just I just put this because it was really funny. I I don't remember what part it was, but it's it's like Carter ran as far and as fast as he could. And then he threw up. <laughs> Been there. No, I haven't. I don't run. <laughs> you don't run unless you like have to. Yeah, really. you, I don't like it. Do you like to run? Yes. Yeah, I know. I think you'll do cross country someday. Maybe. Maybe. You'll just run and run and then throw up. Doesn't that sound like fun? Who wouldn't want to do that for a hobby? Me. <laughs> All right. Great. I also had one more thing. There's something that kind of confused me. I, like, forgot what it was called. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had no idea what the heck they were. Tell me. I don't know what the heck those things Spider are. Spider mandibles. Yep. Mandibles. They're the little... <laughs> I'm making mandibles on my forehead. You guys can't <laughs> see this, but it's wonderful. They're little pinchers on, on the face of... Like spiders and ants, uh, it helps them pinch and carry things around. Okay, yeah, I didn't know what mandibles. That was. Okay, that's really Hopefully all I I'm put. not wrong. And then Daddy, the biologist, is going to yell at me because I don't know what mandibles are. But no, because I think Harry Potter. Ugh, never mind. None of you know what I'm talking about. You haven't seen the one where Aragog dies. Nope. See, I'm all alone. Somebody out there gets me and knows why Harry Potter doing mandibles on his forehead is really funny. Well, yeah, that's really all I put. (laughs) I actually have quite a few notes, too. You've gone over a couple. Um, One, just right off the bat, what are your thoughts on maps in books? Do you find them helpful? Do you look at them? I I don't usually look at them because I feel like Having the book, like the map in the book, Mm -hmm. I just don't really need to see that because, like, I just kind of want to go on the adventure Mm -hmm. in the story. I don't really want to, like... Map it out. I don't really want to, like, see it all, like, in a map. Yeah. I know a lot of people that love maps and books, and they will keep track of where everyone's at. And I'm like you. I don't... I look at the map, and I go, look, a map, and then I completely forget it exists. I I just kind of flip... Yeah. All I do is I, I go to the first page and I just flip there. I don't really look at anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's... The only thing is, like, the only time I will, like, go back and look at the chapter thing or something is, like, like it's, like, chapter 16. It's, like, it said something like, gotcha. And so I went back <laughs> oh, to yeah. see if it was, like, if it was, like, a real chapter oh, yeah. or something. Did you read the chapter headings mm, in the... No, not really. Oh, Lena, you missed out. They were so funny. All in the um, table of contents, the chapter titles were hysterically funny. And that's, you learn that there's no chapter 13 because 13's an unlucky number. So you have to avoid that. Um, there's 21 chapters and they all mm-hmm. have pretty hilarious titles. Okay, like, read them. 16 yeah. billion. Gotcha. I wanted to be sure that you're reading closely. 
Yeah, that's the one I went back and looked for. I'm just like, is that a real chapter that they put in there mm-hmm. or what? Yeah, I also like 17, which is 6 more than 9 multiplied by 10 plus 3 then divided by 9. Is that accurate? I don't know. I don't really care for math, so I didn't do it. We could look it up, but I don't care that much. <laughs> um, I also liked 11. Looks like two lines or two lowercase l's, which could be confusing. For example, this is two or lowercase l's and has two lowercase l's. But it looks like 11, right? Confusing. No, not really. No? No. All right. Harsh. I get it. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, so after the map is kind of... um. It's entitled Salutations. So it's kind of like an introductory chapter, I think written by Neil mm-hmm. Patrick Harris, um, where he talks about asking if you believe in magic. I, I read through that. Yeah, what did you think of that one? Um, I only read through like the first page and then I saw like the chapter one. And so you skipped like, it? Kinda, I skipped <laughs> the last little part. There's another book podcast that I listen to. They call that Herbsing. You herbsed the intro. Um, and then the intro, how to read the book. It's got a really cute little code in it. That if you go back and you can find out the code, but kind of like Lena, like, yeah, it's cute. I read it, but I didn't go back and solve the code. Um, I think if yeah. I was a different kind of person, this kind of book would be just the best. I want to say something, though. Okay. Um, at the end, I didn't write this down, but at the end, it like the end little part, I read through a little bit of it. Um and it said something about like cards and stuff and mm-hmm. how it would give you like 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 the question thing like the like find the answer thing like so I, like a puzzle yeah i mm-hmm. didn't understand the puzzle you didn't understand the puzzle yeah i didn't understand what the puzzle was for okay i'm going to have to read these books more closely because i didn't do the puzzle either we're going to get in so much trouble. The, it's from only in like the, the beginning universe. and the end yeah. because it like it explains what you're mm-hmm. supposed to do with the book like I looked at the end one. You know what? Our one listener, Nana, yeah, the one person, or maybe Ashley, our second person mm-hmm. that will listen to this, um, will read the book and they'll solve the puzzle and they'll let us know. <laughs> and it can be interactive and then we don't have to feel so bad because we didn't do it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Somebody out there has solved it and they can help us. Yes. Yeah. We just need to find them. Yes. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> So, yeah, one of my questions was, when is this book set? Yes, I put that too. Mm-hmm. Like, when is it? Because, like, the outfits are more in, like, modern, mm-hmm. but then kind of, like, the timeline is more, like... Well, what got me was, like, he's train hopping. Yeah. And they're pickpocketing, and which I know pickpocketing happens today, but, like, setting up magic tricks in alleyways and stuff seems more... Um, historical than present day yes and it could be because we live in the middle of a rural community that we don't say things like that but i guess i just don't hear of train hoppings happening a lot anymore no no i was confused kind of when this happened and also like if it is more old-fashioned there wasn't a lot there was no technology used like there were no cell phones or computers no telephones really um and then there was a circus and circuses aren't really really big anymore yeah. it's more the fair um but then conversely you have two gay dads that have adopted a child yeah. which was not legal wrongfully until very recently 
so I don't know when this is. Yeah, that's kind of like confusing. Yeah, just I spent a lot of time trying to find clues <laughs> and kind of drove myself crazy. Um, how do you feel about Uncle Sly? <laughs> Uncle Sly is a distant relative of Carter's that was found after Carter's parents disappeared. We don't know if they are dead or alive, but they are gone. No? No opinions? No. He was a real creeper. Yeah. Um, He's creepy. That's my opinion. Yeah. Carter was definitely the stereotypical good-hearted orphan um, who was taken in by a an uncle who only wanted to do bad things, and he ran away because he was too golden-hearted to do anything wrong. And he's, he had still steadfast um throughout the the book that he wasn't going to do anything wrong even if it mm-hmm. meant that he would get food or shelter he held on to his convictions yeah which is admirable but also realistic yeah i think so i, w- I would say that okay um so all of the kids are different kinds of magicians like layla's an escape artist and theo is a levitator Ridley, who's in a wheelchair, does transformations. Um, tell me, which one would you rather do, Lena? What are the options? Levitation. Levitation. Mm-hmm. Escape artist. Escape artist. Transformation. Or you could be like Carter and make things disappear and reappear. Mm. Um, I think I would probably do the, like escape artist or whatever Hmm. i want to i want to try an escape room sometime i think i would like to transform things turn one thing into something else i think that would be really fun as long as i don't have to fly anywhere (laughs) yes i would rather not um (laughs) the pock picketers what are our thoughts on the pock picketers? Um, I do not like them. I don't like them either. I also thought that whole thing was ridiculous. It's this barbershop quartet of people from the circus. And they are in town and they're singing to a big crowd. And they're talking about how they're the pock picketers, which we all know they're pickpocketers. They're going to steal stuff from you. And then they steal stuff from the audience. And they're like, oh, my gosh. Our stuff has been stolen because the pock picketers. I just thought that was ridiculous. Yeah. And they were like singing about like, oh, don't look over here. Ah. Don't look over Don't there. look over there. We're not stealing your earrings. It's fine. Don't look over there. Yeah, I thought We're that was really, really silly. Um, what I really liked was when Carter started encountering people like um, the guy that owns the magic shop and his daughter and all the kids that are only out to help people. Like they're not using their magic for um, to get themselves more rich. Like or fun stuff. It's fun more, stuff. They're they're, they're good more, people. Yeah, they're more. They're not using like their powers to get stuff for themselves. Mm-hmm. They're using like their powers like. To, like, help other people. Yeah, and I really liked that. I thought that was great. And seeing Carter kind of wrestle with that and try to come to terms that not everyone is out to do bad things. 
and there are good people in the world. I thought that was really nice. Yeah. Um, one really uh, a sticking point for me in this that I really had trouble with um, was Carter's attitude towards foster care, which understandably for a kid like him is really scary. Um, and he says that he'd do anything to avoid foster care and being put up for um, or to being put in that system. Um, and I know a lot of kids feel that way. What I had a problem with was none of the adults correcting him and saying that um, foster families are like any families. You're going to have some that are really, really bad, and you're going to have some that are really, really good. But the majority are going to fall somewhere in the middle. And you're, I, I hope that most foster families are nice, kind people. It's not, the, not all of them are because that's not human nature and that's okay. But I, there was um, twice in the book where Carter was talking to an adult and was is not wanting to be in the foster system and nobody was like trying to give him a better sense that it's not a bad thing and it's, it's okay to not be a kid out on your own riding trains and starving. The foster care might be better than that. Since Sophie isn't here, it is time for Lena's favorite segment. Mm. Guess how many times mom cried. Where Lena makes fun of how easily I tear up. Lena, how many times did I cry in this book? Well, I feel like since it is a good book and there's a lot of things like that, I feel like I'm going to have to say like more than five. More than five? Being honest. Whoa. (laughs) I'm going to throw you for a total loop, Lena. (laughs) I didn't cry at all. (gasps) I know. This one didn't didn't pull the heartstrings. It was a great book. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed it. But it did make me cry. How about that? I am surprised you will. (laughs) I'm surprised about that because... It's a good book. Yeah, it, it was but a good book. I'm, I was just kind of surprised, like, because I kind of like this book, being honest, more than The Word Collector. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm surprised you cried, like, two times on that one, but you didn't, like, tear up at all no. in this one. Nope. I know. Life is weird. That's why this is a fun game. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know how we're always told not to judge a book by its cover? Well, we're going to do exactly what we shouldn't do. It's time to judge the book by its cover. Does it make sense with the story? Does it entice us to read it? Let's find out. What does the buglet have to say? I'm not sure that the cover really goes with the book. Okay. I feel like I like the card. Mm -hmm. I like how that is, but I'm not sure that there's like a lot of the actual story on it. Because, okay. like, during the word collector, like that one. It was pretty literal. It was, yeah, it had, like, it had a lot of the story on the cover. Sure. Even though it was shorter, still, it had a lot of it. And this one is mostly just kind of showing the characters. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it does, even on the back, it doesn't really show a whole lot of a little bit of the story. Mm-hmm. Here, can I have it? Because mm-hmm. I'm going to disagree. I think the cover is really good. And I like, yeah, like you said, I like that the cover is a playing card. I think that was really clever. And the kids look like they're ready to take action. And especially Ridley looks kind of mischievous. Like she's ready to cause some trouble, which Ridley, I like her shirt. I like, yeah. It's cute. It is cute. Um, I just like that. Yeah, honestly, it's Ridley. Ridley cracks me up. 
I really enjoyed her character. And then on the bottom we see um, Dante, uh, Dante Vernon, the magician. He's got his in the smoke with his card, kind of um, being helpful. I, I like that part. I like how mm-hmm. he was like upside down. Yeah, he is I don't upside know. down. I, like a, like I, a playing card. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to disagree. I really like the cover. Um, I would pick this up and check out what it had to say. So who do you think would enjoy reading this book? Definitely people that like magic and um, adventure stories. Yes, like adventure and magic stories. Um, puzzles. A lot. There's a lot of puzzles mm-hmm. in the book, too. So people that also Good like... mystery. Mysteries, puzzles, adventure, Orphans. magic orphans yeah really clear-cut bad guys like we know who's bad and who is good Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of mystery over oh is somebody are they the bad guy or are they secretly a good guy it's very clear-cut who is in what camp yes yeah um i agree yeah i think you don't have to like magic to like this book um so i work at an elementary school as a library para and i know a lot of kids and parents that participate in the accelerated reader program This book is recommended for fourth grade students and is worth six points. So if you're taking your test and you have to get to a certain amount of points, this one will get you six. Thank you for being with us. Next week we are reading The Legend of the Rock, Paper, Scissors by Drew Daywalt. Don't forget to visit your local library and keep reading. Thank you to our producer, Brandon Clark. You can find us on social media on Facebook, Book Bugs Podcast. On Instagram, book underscore bugs underscore podcast. And on Twitter, book bugs pod. Bye. Bye.